0: Welcome to the Holding Time podcast. Here we discuss breastfeeding in all its complexity, the ups and downs, the challenges, the triumphs. Whether you're expectant, a new mother, or simply interested, I hope you'll appreciate the incredible warrior women who are featured in this series. So
1: I've got a 23 year old, 17. 15 and then the two-year-old. So I was 20 when I had my first. I'd never seen anyone breastfeed before. I wasn't really aware of it but it just kind of felt natural and normal to do. He took to it really well. He was really greedy and but I had a lot of pressure from my friends to give up so I'd give up quicker than I'd like to now. We all had babies at the same time kind of thing. It was strange that well they had just a little bit before me and they all formula fed and didn't understand breastfeeding they didn't really they didn't ever try so they didn't get it so I kind of felt uncomfortable a little bit around them because they could speak to each other about how their babies were and sleeping where I never had any sleep (laughs) yeah and they also wanted me to go out and it's it's much more difficult to do things like that you never Never took a bottle or anything. It was it was harder to do stuff, so that's why I kind of gave up. And I was young and I did want to go out as well. Eight months I did. I'd have liked to have fed him longer. Now he says to me now when I'm feeding this two year old, he's like, "Ah, oh, didn't didn't give me two years, did you, mum? <laughs> Could have fed me longer." Because <laughs> I'm telling him all the time the benefits why I'm keeping carrying on to trying. They're the same. They they live in this society so they think breastfeeding's weird and. Especially as she's two now. And I'm like, no, it's got this benefit. It's good for her. It's just comforted. And then he's like, yeah, you didn't do me long enough, did you? He's only joking though. Lexi was born with congenital heart disease. Right away was taken off me. I was told I wouldn't be able to breastfeed her because she'd go straight to the NICU and I had to have a section. So there was that space. And then they said, you don't know how poorly she'll be. Then she'll need the surgery you will be able to feed after surgery and it was just really negative Every, everyone's position on it and I really grieved what that I wouldn't be able to feed her and then when she was born and in NICU a, a nurse there said to me you want you want to feed do you want to breastfeed her don't worry because they took the she took the tube out the woman she went to The NICU where the nurses had been telling me, don't get her out. Don't hold her. Don't try and feed her. You'll confuse her. So she took the tube out and she said, Michelle's going to feed the baby. She's going to come back every time you ring her. So just ring her when the baby needs feeding every two or three hours. And it was brilliant. And I just fed her then from then on, just from her intervention. The rest of them were like, no, no, don't try and feed her. She's got the tube. You just pump and give it to us because I was pumping. She was amazing, absolutely amazing. But people seem to not even have the instinct. I don't understand because it's totally my instinct to want to feed, which is why when they said I wouldn't feed Lexi, I grieved it before she was born. I grieved for months when they were saying, Oh, it's not gonna happen, it won't you won't be able to. You can possibly pump and we can use it. But I d I don't know why people don't have that instinct anymore. And having the confidence because you can't see that bottle of liquid go in and how much the baby's taking. But that's something I never thought about because luckily my first he grew he grew like a weed and he was like greedy. Because I'm in breastfeeding groups now on Facebook and all of are worried about is is the baby getting enough and I'll have to top it up and all this topping up thing that's going around and it's it's hard. You get some bad advice, I think, and I never asked much advice for them, because if I'd have asked advice, they'd probably say give formula, because that's mostly the advice people give, isn't it? Anyone, like my family and friends, it's not as though they had problems and they couldn't do it, you know, didn't have any support, they just decided, ooh, it's crazy. They feel breasts are sexual and shouldn't be used for babies. I am guilty of trying to hide, hide it as well because I'm quite shy. So I, I do feed her in public, but I try not to, which is bad because I'm not showing anyone else that it's normal and it's good because I know that people are embarrassed about it around me. I'm a radiographer. I'm a m- mammographer at the moment. So I do boobs. And when I had her, the Christmas after I had her, I went there for like the Christmas day before COVID hit and I needed to feed her. And do you know what? Everyone was like, do you want to go in this room over there? And I was like, oh, if, if anywhere I should be able to feed her and no one bat an eyelid, it's there. But I couldn't and, and no one was comfortable either. And I was like, oh, it's so bad. I do feed if I'm in like a restaurant. I try and shove myself in the corner and quit feed quietly. Because I do try and I do want people to see it and normalise it. But obviously, as discreet as I can be.
0: Thanks for listening. And thanks to everyone involved. Our funders, Cheshire and Merseyside Women's Health and Maternity Programme, Arts Council England Lottery Awards, for their support, along with all the amazing mothers and partners who have helped to make this project happen. You can find out more about the project by visiting holdingtime.org.